Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm doing a run slash podcast today because things have been so busy gearing up for Q4 planning and I feel like my regular podcasting moments are getting eaten up by just busyness and meetings and all of that preparation. So what I thought would be really fun today is to offer you guys the exact template, high, high, high level, that I use for my own teams to plan for, um, to communicate our top level goals. So obviously everyone that is an entrepreneur is probably doing some degree of planning. And whether you do just a yearly planning um, and then kind of check in once in a while, or if you have standard quarterly planning set up, I believe it's a really, really good practice to be setting an intention for the period of time and what you want to accomplish in a set period of time. And I really believe that working on a quarterly basis, especially for marketing, is just really, really smart. The reason being, you know, with digital marketing, things are moving at an incredible pace. And having that practice where you're reviewing three months worth of data or year-to-date data on a consistent basis is really going to help you understand what strategies you need to push and put in place in order to continue to grow and in in order to continue to achieve. So what I'm going to do on this podcast is walk you through the template so you can go ahead and uh, go into the show notes. You'll see a link to the blog uh, that has a template to download. And this I'm calling the high-level one-page strategic plan for marketing. And when I'm doing planning with my team, I sort of have, I have two stages. One is a coordination, is a meeting, it's a creative brainstorm and a decision-making process with the team on the ground. This is the execution team. And when we're going through quarterly planning as a founder, I think this is usually the process that you all go through, right? You go about sort of understanding, getting in the weeds, what certain particular things need to be executed to reach those goals, and you sort of set what you're going to do, and hopefully you're looking at some data and some high-level numbers to get you there. So I go through a goal-setting session with my team, and this is really helpful because there's this idea of top-level down goals or bottom-level up goals, meaning... Either the CEO, the founder, sort of lays the goal and the big vision for the company and sort of determine what each of the actions are. But there's another um, strategy, which is bottom-up goals, which is where you're going to your team, who are really the ones that are playing in the market and really understand what's going on day to day. And they give their uh, ideas of what are the most pressing issues or uh, the things that are going to move the needle, right? Or if there's big changes happening to, you know, certain platforms, this will help determine how you move forward. So I believe there needs to be a good middle ground. So the visionary top-level 
goal setting, you need to set the highest, highest level vision, share that with their, with the team. And then the bottom level up process is that they themselves will formulate the process that they need to execute to reach those goals, right? So for me, I, I'm sitting in the middle, right? As the director of the marketing department, I have to be accountable for, you know, the key stakeholders and also for directing my team. So if you open up the template, if you get to downloading it, you're going to see three very simple sections because the more that I have been goal setting, which now has been for probably over a decade, what I've realized is that simplicity matters. I've been through so many, you know, corporate goal setting, you know, within companies and with clients and also personal goal setting. There's so many different methodologies, but I find that the simplest document you could look at just one page is really going to be something that you actually review <laughs> with some frequency. So if you open up the template, you'll see the top part of the one page strategic plan has our highest level metrics. And the highest level metrics is looking at lead generation because for marketing, this is our biggest responsibility, generating leads for sales. And so we know, if you've listened to me for any length of time, that there are really only three ways that you can generate leads in your business. We have advertising, paid advertising. We have leveraging other audiences, so that could be partnerships and affiliates, join events, and then you have uh, inbound content. So this is social media, SEO. So you're gonna wanna have a really good idea of how much money you're spending on each one of those categories. And if for your business there's other lead gen channels, please fill them in because each industry may have slightly different, uh, slightly different like strategies. But you're going to want to understand over a length of time, look at the quarter and it, or I think it's also very helpful to look at year to date, understand how much money did you spend. And when I'm talking about money, I mean, if you're looking at advertising, so how much dollars did you put out? But let's also get more granular. Did you pay someone to do the graphics, put the advertising together? Do you have any operational costs that go into managing your social media? Do you have a social media manager or a copywriters, right? We're going to gather all of those costs, all of the costs that you have on the operations side to produce these lead gen uh, activities. So you have someone that's handling your partnerships. You have someone that's maintaining your website for uh, landing pages and things like that. Gather all of it. Then you're going to want to understand, out of all of that money that's spent, how many leads were generated and understand what is your cost per lead, right? So leads will be defined as an email address. The person didn't necessarily purchase, but we have their email address and we can calculate how much that cost uh, to gather the lead was, right? Out of all the money that we spent, how many leads were generated? How many email addresses? We just do some simple division. From there, you can understand how many actual customers did you acquire? How much, how much did they purchase, right? We can count in a number of purchasers, right? And you can divide the number there. Or you can just 
look at just the dollar amount if you want, but what you're gonna wanna track is the source. And this is where it gets a little bit more sophisticated, but there's definitely lots of tracking that I know that is available for Shopify, from Shopify, for example, or Google Analytics. But this piece is so incredibly important for you to spend a couple minutes figuring out how you're going to track those leads all the way through to purchase. Because what you're gonna step back seeing once you fill out this top part of the template is an incredibly clear picture and what lead source is working and what is not working. And then you can make the decision to either double down on what's working, right? Or to open new channel or to stop doing some certain activities because it's not giving you the return. But I find that having this most highest level view of the data is just an incredibly way to simplify um, what you should be focusing your attention on in the marketing department. And I feel like it also brings a lot of peace to the process because you could be in the weeds and you could be looking at Facebook production, Instagram production, email production, all of that stuff on separate little spreadsheets or separate reports, but pulling it all together on one page strategic plan, I think gives just so much clarity. I'll also mention that a nice way to look at this data on one dashboard, um, I use a, a, a software called um, da uh, Databox, which is awesome. You can pull in stats across multiple different platforms and kind of wrangle them in into one dashboard so you can see everything together. But I still think there's a lot of value in extracting them and putting them into a template like what I have shared with you guys. From there, once you've analyzed the data a bit, had a discussion with your team, and have a high level understanding of where the ship is sailing, right? Your big vision of, the, of your department. I always like to set a theme. This theme is sort of the big picture idea that you're rallying your team, rallying your team behind. And it's gonna kind of tie in together what are the most important um, actions that need to be taken, right? And as you go into the lower section, which is you're actually writing out your goals, you're gonna to wanna to come into that process with an understanding, setting a KPI, a key performance indicator, a number to attach to revenue to each one of those channels that we dissected earlier. So if you're running an influencer strategy, for example, this would be under other people's audiences. If you're having, you wanna reach a goal of making X amount of revenue from influencers or gaining X amount of leads from influencers, you're gonna to wanna to have that number handy and then the action items for the goal becomes the actions that have to happen in order for those numbers to 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 be able to happen so in, if you're looking at the the bottom section with the goals or your big rocks we can separate them by your action so in the aforementioned example about growing your influencer program for example right that's a that's a pretty vague goal so when you're adding your description your outcome we need to include the specific 
numbers, the specific actions that are going to happen. And I would also mention that when you're naming your goal to put specific numbers in it as well. So we wouldn't just say grow influencer program. We would say grow influencer program to reach an additional 100,000, um, you know, contacts on our e email list, for example. Um, and then you would break down, well, how many influencers do we need to have a um, partnership with in order to gain, you know, what production could we get per influencer? That would break down to the amount that you need to secure within a period of time. And then any supporting documentation, any supporting systems or actions that need to happen to be able to secure those influencers. The, the last two sections that I think are really useful as well is at the end of the quarter to just put a sentence, right? Let's not complicate it. A sentence or two on what were the results? Did you accomplish the goal or not? Why or why not? Sentence. And last is a score, right? If you can score between one and five, five being I, I nailed it, I got everything done, one being I didn't get there. You can do whatever you want, one to 10. I know like Google does, you know, zero to, to point, uh, 1.0, something like that. And you can do however you feel. But the idea is when you're looking at it quickly and maybe you're just looking at the score and you just kind of want to see what went wrong, you can focus your attention on that very quickly. And if everything else is, is great and high scores, you don't have to pay attention. <clears throat> Color coding is incredibly helpful as well. If a goal was reached, green. If it was almost reached, yellow. If we failed to reach it, it's red. And you, right, as the founder or the CEO of the company, can look very quickly and see what's working, what's not working. You don't even have to read through the whole document. You want to keep a record, right? You can file this away in a Google, you know, in a Google Doc, whatever makes sense for you. But reflecting upon these quarter over quarter, seeing the progress that you made, understanding the lessons that were learned, this is what's going to stack that growth step by step and really help you push you forward to making your goals. I mean, I, I saw a really interesting quote by Ray Dalio yesterday, which was something like, "Every any goal is achievable as long as you have discipline and self-accountability, right? Um, and was it that? It was something along those lines. And the point is, is that if you take a measured approach to reaching any goal in your life or your business, it is about the documentation, putting in the effort to write down the numbers, reflect upon your progress, course correct when things are not going well. This is the only way that you're going to actually be able to grow and get to the next level. If you don't do that, you're just going to stay sort of where you are. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you find the template useful. And if you have any other practices that you like to put into your goal setting, please let me know. Now, of course, this is not a full goal planning uh, exercise, but it is a way of summarizing. And I feel like oftentimes when we go into goal planning trainings that I think are available all over the internet, you kind of leave, I know at least I have, with like a thick 
booklet of just pages and pages and pages of, you know, here's the brainstorm and here's the top and here's, this is what's easily executed. Here's what's not. What are the resources with the budget? Yes, those things are important exercise to do. But at the end of the day, rolling it up into a one pager is really what you're going to use throughout the quarter. You can reflect upon it. You can get status updates from your team just using this one piece of paper that's clean. And of course, always paying attention to the metrics. And of course, always checking in on those metrics week over week. I wish you good luck planning your Q4. And I can't wait to see you back here next week for the Marketing for Startups podcast. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.